0: Support for starting small comes from Human Scale, the leading designer and manufacturer of high-performance ergonomic products that help create a healthier work life. All of their products, from chairs to standing desk and more, are comfortable, easy to use, and sustainable, and great for either the office or the work-from-home environment. With an increase in shifting workplaces, comfort can be especially hard to find. As I run the podcast, I'm in front of my desk for hours a day from scheduling, researching, interviewing, and more. Human Scale allows me to remain productive without the consequence of body stress to follow. Make sure to check out Humanscale at Humanscale.com and use code Starting Small at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. That's Humanscale.com and enjoy the episode. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Starting Small, a podcast about brand development, entrepreneurship, and innovation in the modern world. In this episode, I'm joined by Emily Hockman, founder of Wellery, an anti-diet nutrition app that delivers one-to-one personalized nutrition coaching. Growing up, Emily had a fascination with entrepreneurship. Following her time at Bucknell University and working for a few tech startups, she created Wellery as it is today. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Starting Small. Today I'm joined by Emily Hockman of Wellery. Emily, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here.
0: Of course. So I'm going to start out with your upbringing. So where did you grow up and what was your childhood like?
1: Yeah, I am a very proud New Yorker. I am born and raised originally from Brooklyn. And my childhood was a lot of trying things. I played a lot of different sports. I joined a lot of different clubs. Um, And every day after school, we had mandatory family dinner. Mm -hmm. We would sit down at 6 o'clock after after school activities or after school, and we would talk about our day and problem solve. And, um, you know, I, I recall a lot about my childhood was talking through things and bringing ideas or problems to the dinner table. And my family was all about trying to solve things together and figure out how to build things. Um, So I think a lot of my childhood was trial and error through activities and problem-solving conversation.
0: Awesome. So growing up, did you have an entrepreneurship mindset, say lemonade stands or sell new products for yourself? (laughs)
1: I did. Yes. Uh, I have a few pictures that my mom likes to send me quite often of me sitting in front of our um, house in Brooklyn, you know, having what we called the stoop sale or a lemonade sale. Um, and I had a few different jewelry business lines and I was always creating something, whether it was for money or, you know, just for fun. But yes, everything I did, a, lo- a lot of things I did was, um, was creating things.
0: Amazing. I I saw you went on to study at Bucknell University. What did you study there?
1: Yes, I did. I studied art history with a double minor in dance and Italian. So nothing to do really with what I do today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Got it. Um, You said you were involved with some clubs growing up. At your time at Bucknell, were you involved with any clubs there as well?
1: I was. um, I was very active um, in my sorority, which was very big on campus. I created and started a role with a, um, a cafe that was on campus where I was helping them figure out how to build a brand. Not really sure how, how I knew how to build a, a brand at the time, but um, it worked. Um, I was involved in the, the, uh, the club lacrosse team, and then I was really involved in admissions as well as campus life. So what activities do we do as students, and you know how do we bring events or different speakers to campus.
0: Cool. And then following college and prior to Ellery then, what kind of jobs were you working?
1: Yeah. Uh, right after college, I went and worked at a sports and entertainment company. Okay. And I really specialized in sales and marketing. So specifically in the experiential marketing division. How do you bring an idea to life, um, which is a lot of what experiential marketing is. And then um, after working in sports, I really wanted to join the tech world and went and joined the early stage tech company. And then I started Wellery.
0: Awesome. So yeah, around what time was that? When did the idea arrive for Wellery? And what kind of made you go towards that avenue then?
1: Yeah. I, well, first I'll start with, I always wanted to start a company. Um, for sure. You know, when I was in college, I don't know how clear I was on that, but The people I looked up to were the founders, the CEOs, the business builders. Those were always my role models and my icons. Mm -hmm. And when I went and worked in sports entertainment, you know, I was 22, (laughs) 23, 24. I was still figuring out what I wanted to do. And then by the time I got to the tech industry, I very specifically said, I'm going to, I need to go into tech because I want to know if I can do this. So I spent two and a half years at a startup and, you know, a lot of the time I was at that startup, I was learning so deeply and watching so deeply, trying to figure out, can I do this? Can I do this? Mm -hmm. In parallel, Wellery came from a personal experience. So out of my professional career, outside of my professional career, rather, um, I was dealing with a lot personally. When I was in college, I dieted like crazy. I was uh, terrified of gaining the freshman 15. And so I did what Math Media told me to do, which was go on a diet. And mm-hmm. I did all throughout college. Ended up very sick, unfortunately. Um, and doctors told me to go on medication. And I said, no, thank you. There had to be a better way. And I ended up finding nutrition as my cure. So I enrolled in a secondary school called the Institute for Integrated Nutrition, became what's called a certified health coach, and was actually able to cure myself of every single potential chronic illness utilizing the power of food as medicine. And wow. then, um, yeah. <laughs> And then during that time, I had then graduated with this degree as a health coach, and I really started to immerse myself in the industry. And I found two very big problems I became obsessed with solving. Mm -hmm. One is, as a nation, we just don't know how to eat, and we need a lot of help. Yeah, (laughs) So the number one, yeah, the number one leading cause of mortality in the United States is poor diet. And how do we fix and solve that? And so I spoke to everyone I knew. And what I found was every friend, colleague, neighbor, family member, you name it, everyone had their own relationship with food, and no one knew where to turn. So then I went and spoke to health coaches and other nutritionists and dietitians. And what I found is they were also significantly struggling, lacking innovation, lacking job opportunity, lacking consumer opportunity, lacking brand. Um, And so I took my startup experience and said, you know, how do we really connect the hundreds of millions of Americans who are struggling with healthy eating? And how do we match them to the hundreds of thousands of nutrition providers who can help? And how do we do that built on a brand that's culturally relevant and backed by technology so that we can scale? And so with that, I told my boss at uh, my company prior, who I'm adore, <laughs> you know, I've watched you do this. I got to go do it. I have the, I have the bug. And he said, I get it. And uh, here we are about two years later.
0: That's amazing. So did you bring any co-founders like to program this or did you outsource for that?
1: Yeah, we started building pretty scrappily. Um, and you know, there's so much tech out there right now that you can piece together. So our first version of, of our product was very much makeshift, but it works, you know, um, Mm -hmm. I'm tech. I like to think I'm tech savvy enough to put some tools together, but, um, My friend from high school, Jenny Faye, is our chief product officer, and she was the first to join the team. So between the two of us as a founding team, we were definitely able to get a lot off the ground pretty quickly.
0: Got it. And with you getting this degree, were you basically the first nutrition coach on the app then? And did you bring anyone else on from the forefront?
1: I was, yes. Um, But then I also brought a couple other health coaches on who I had known through the network.
0: Got it. At the Yeah, around the start, how many health coaches would you say were on the platform at launch?
1: Yeah, I think at launch, and to be clear, we've actually, you know, we had like a beta launch that we did very, very early on. And then we actually publicly launched the company um, in the app store in September 2020. So in the earliest, earliest days, I think we had about 10 10 coaches. But yeah, I think we had about 10 coaches that we would circulate uh, with our clients. And that really just gave us an opportunity to learn what worked and what didn't work.
0: 100%. So when you launched the platform, then what was your marketing strategy? Since this is so different from dieting plans we see today, what did your marketing strategy look like to draw on new consumers?
1: Yeah, when we launched, we actually really focused a lot on organic. There's so much we have to learn and are still learning. So we relied on word of mouth and referral on press. Um, And then we didn't really start paid advertising until a little bit later on in the business because, again, we were really focused on learning a lot who was Mm -hmm. organically drawn to the business, why or why not, before we started really spending.
0: From a consumer's POV, then, what does the sign-up and coaching experience look like? If you were to sign up from scratch, what does the process kind of resemble and look like?
1: Yeah. And we should get you onto the app so you can experience it yourself. For sure. Um. But very simple. You download the app, we're available in the App Store as well as Google Play. Create a profile about yourself, really sharing your information. What are your goals? What's your past health experience? What diets have you tried or not tried? And what are your communication preferences? Do you want a coach who's direct and to the point? Or do you want someone who is a cheerleader or motivator? And from there, we have an algorithm that will match you with the right coach. We're very focused on making sure the relationship between our coach and clients is strong and, and, you know, really personalized. And then from there you launch in the app. Um, We have a photo food journal that all of our customers get started on. So you're taking a picture of everything you're eating and drinking and sharing it with your coach. You get started on your water tracking. So we educate you on how much water to drink and why, Mm -hmm. and then you get started on your first goal. So really one of the differentiators for our business is we're a meal by meal approach. We teach our clients how to build healthy habits. And those healthy habits start with breakfast and lunch and dinner. So we kick it off right away with getting to know you through photo sharing, with your water tracking. And uh, then your coach starts building a personalized plan for you. And that is also included with what we call a get to know you call. So your first 30 minute video call where you actually get to meet your coach. And then your personalized plan kicks off from there.
0: Awesome. How much does it cost for a consumer then? Is it monthly subscription? Or what does that look like?
1: Yeah. Monthly subscription. We also have bundles that you can purchase about $50 a month.
0: Awesome. And then from the internal perspective of Wellery, how do you guys monetize outside of subscriptions or is that completely the monetization through there?
1: Yeah. Our main line of revenue is through consumer subscriptions.
0: Got it. Looking at Wellery today, what would you say separates your platform from your competitors then?
1: yeah i think there's a lot first and foremost we are absolutely not a weight loss company mm-hmm. it's really one of the reasons we started building weller is that was missing in this space our mission our goal is to bring nutrition to the forefront of conversation not to stay fixated or focused on the number on the scale and so you can see how we bring that to life through our personalized plan we don't subscribe or prescribe to a one diet you know one size fits all diet we For are sure. very much tailoring every single nutrition plan to our customers, personalizing it to their needs, their goals, and that just doesn't exist in the industry right now.
0: Got it. And looking around kind of the pandemic and COVID, have you seen a trend and, and more users wanting to use apps like Wellery and kind of boost their fitness while everyone is physically quarantined? What does that look like uh, during COVID?
1: Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, we'll say we launched officially during COVID, so don't yeah. necessarily have historical data to do year-over-year comparison. But what I will say say across business building trends that we're seeing, and that I'm sure you're seeing as well, you know, we're a digital-based solution that can help you stay healthy at home. There's never been a more important time than now to prioritize what you're eating. Um, you know, 80% of your immune system cells are located in your gut. A healthy gut keeps you less vulnerable to a global pandemic, you know, to Coronavirus. So yes, I think, um, you know, we're very lucky to be a a company that can really help as many people as possible and is is really relevant during this time.
0: Looking at Wellery in the future, where do you see the app kind of expanding and within five years, roughly?
1: World domination.
0: Amazing. I I like it (laughs) very simple and to the point. So (laughs) I like to uh, wrap up each episode with this if you could share one piece of advice with an aspiring entrepreneur what would that be maybe something you've learned or regret just anything
1: yeah you know my experience um, what I would share for anyone who has the itch to to go start a business is just don't quit there will be so many hardships that come your way so many challenging days as an entrepreneur, you have to put everything out there. Um, and, you know, your first idea may be right or, or it may be wrong. Um, but I think the, the really important thing to commit to is just to never quit. You know, if you keep figuring it out, keep figuring it out, you will figure out where you need to be and where the business needs to be, where the product needs to be, the service, the brand, whatever is is you're working on, the project. So my biggest piece of advice is, is just mm-hmm. don't quit. Keep going.
0: Absolutely. Well, Emily, thank you so much for joining me. And to the listeners out there, make sure to check out Wellery at wellery.com. Thank you so
1: much.
0: Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Starting Small. If you would, leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Also, follow Starting Small Pod on social platforms to keep up to date on future guests.